What's going on, my brothers and sisters, Mr. aunties and uncles, Mr. monks, Kabbalists, wizards, Mr. mystics, sons and daughters Mr. of God, welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Welcome, my friends, my brothers and sisters, to the Mr. Woo Woo podcast. I'm your host, Joshua. I am so incredibly fortunate to be able to speak to you now, for you to hear me. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, I hope your Christmas, your Eid, your Hanukkah has been pleasant and drama-free. Right now we're in a uh, Mercury retrograde here on Earth and everybody's behavior is either completely focused or just so perfectly unfocused and uh, reckless and I'm glad the purity is there I'm glad that you know people are being crazy all the way if they can had a beautiful full moon last night my wife and I just uh, had a bonfire which I think is about uh, if you do it by the ocean it's a very very spiritual uh, event because when you light that fire and you can feel the breeze and you smell the ocean you feel the sand on your toes. You're like, I just united the four elements. I'm here right now in this environment where all four are present. So it felt really holy. I saw a beautiful full moon and then like, just like right on cue, SeaWorld did this beautiful fireworks display over the ocean with the fire crackling. And I looked at my wife and I was like, you know, everything for me right now is so perfect in this world. And, uh, you know, sometimes when people hear like things are going well for others, it makes them kind of cringe and they go like, yeah, well, you know, but when I share with you, I, I genuinely hope that it like through some magical osmosis permeates your own reality. That if you're not getting a lot of opportunities at peace, then you're getting some from me. <laughs> if you're having a hard time accessing joy. I hope this can radiate into your heart when you get a little bit of that hobbiton, get a little bit of that joy, cheerfulness. It's been a wild year. We've lost people. I've had people come into the world um, against all odds. God bless all of you. It's been a, a kind of a roller coaster of a year. I understand why, on some levels, why, you know. I can't really say here. My own journey is as taking like some left and sudden right turns and U-turns of where I'm trying to place my next 12 years. I'm treating this last year of this 12-year cycle as though it's my last. If I want to go have fun, I'm going to go do it. If it doesn't cause harm to people, of course, or anguish. You know, that Prince Axiom party like it's 1999. Do that. Do that for this final year coming up. If you wish to uh, join etherically, my wife and I, on New Year's Eve, we like to meditate from 11 p.m. all the way up to 12 p.m. You know. You can uh, segment it into two different 30-minute um, meditations if you wish 
There's different emphasis. You could use the first half hour to meditate on all that happened that was wonderful for you last year and then the last 30 minutes before midnight. Focus upon what you'd like to see happen for the next year. There's so many ways you can do it. Uh, for me, I try to attune to the energies of the earth for the first like 30, the last 30, thinking about our place in the cosmos and the intelligence, holding together our solar system and our galaxy. Definitely going to be meditating and thinking about extraterrestrial life because uh, you might have remembered from a few episodes back, the government kind of just, hey, by the way, yeah, we've we've been interacting with UFOs. That's actually legit. And uh, the answer to the question, are we alone in the universe, has been answered, at least in part by whistleblowers and our government. So that's something to really celebrate, to really like, wow, think about like, okay, it was a theory, but these people are like, we've interacted with spacecraft, technology, personnel. That's something to really, <laughs> to like, it's actually quite shocking if you meditate about it. The entire entirety of my childhood, like there's people constantly question like, oh, you know, are we alone in the universe? Are these gray aliens? Is that what they are? They're more like Star Trek and their intelligent civilizations that are watching over us multidimensionally or, you know, with the cloaks up. <laughs> and... You know, it's being talked about casually by like Tucker Carlson and Sagar and Jetty on um on breaking points. Yeah, you know. Yeah, aliens are real, so like what are we gonna do? Everybody just skipped over that. <laughs> That's kind of like a really massive thing that happened this year. That was something worth meditating on. That we're not alone. There are other children of God. There are other whether they act godly or lovingly or spiritually, I think is also like a different different question for a different show but is there life is there intelligent life the answer is yes like okay that's uh something we should we should you know back the truck back up and take another look at that <laughs> it's fascinating uh, there's there's not a lot of positive revelations coming out on the only uh truly like free speech and uh, free information websites of social media such as uh, Twitter X and Rumble. Like there's just a lot of really sad, disappointing revelations and we shouldn't really go into those because we want to go into this new year with a lot of swerve. We want to get in there with some cinnamon, some sugar, you know. We want this this 2024, this eight year to be delicious, revelatory. That's what the eight signifies is a, a sphere on top of a sphere, like a higher world and a lower world, infinitely con connected. Also, like, it's the, the figure of a infinity that's like a representation of a perfectly balanced chakra. The energy's moving in figure eight. According to Sadhguru, I'm paraphrasing, so he'd be like, no, 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 I did not say this, my friend. And I'd be like, I know, Sadhguru. <laughs> I know, no one ever says it properly the way you say it, brother. And if you're looking for more spiritual guidance, hey, if I don't cut the cake, go to Sadhguru. You couldn't go wrong with this guy. His uh, knowledge of the yogic sciences is 
I don't think paralleled, at least in the public sphere, that people could could be like, oh, this is the real stuff from like Pantangeli. Yeah, this is the real stuff. You could do his uh, his courses are magnificent. They're perfectly held. The classes uh, I've gone to a lot of seminars in my life, and you couldn't go wrong with it. His students are so crisp. They're so perfectly trained. That is like his essence teaching. It's it's next next level organization and imparting of information. Absolutely wonderful. You know, I live a more cosmopolitan life, so you know I'm not as uh, into the Ayurvedic stuff. But his Angamardana exercises for like having a strong, sturdy, like perfect body even into old age. To his yoga asanas, oh, delicious. I would really like to take that course at some point. Because I did his inner engineering course, which is very well done. I'd recommend anybody to take this online course, his inner engineering course. Wonderful. Uh, he's an excellent spiritual teacher. Um, there's many others. I, I would like to say a congratulations and a thank you to Dr. Richard Bartlett. I don't think he listens to this show. But for doing a live Matrix Energetic Seminar, that was like a big manifestation for me. That happened this last year. Oh. That means so close. We're so close, fans. We're so close to getting a seminar in the United States of America that you all could fly to and just begin a journey of, of wonder and, and magic, something that can be connected to your already burgeoning spiritual path that will take you in just amazing directions, especially for these what will seem like chaotic times, being able to create a cohesive quantum field for yourself or, or one that will only, at least for yourself, I can't, I can't speak on it, like how it can affect other people because other, other souls are choosing such rapid and such um, almost violent but uh, extra impacted karmic experiences whether they're medical or they're financial <sighs> and being able to kind of tweak the the architecture of your holographic reality kind of important right so if you're not doing that directly just being able to learn to scientifically use your imagination if you i don't have to remind the people listen to this show because i know you guys are real magical but what you imagine happens you know, surprise, if there are any muggle listeners, surprise, buddies. Like what you think about happens, and especially it affects your vibration. What you, like you, your vibrational tuning fork as it goes through the world is going to attract like experiences, people, places, things, success, non-success, all that, like that tuning fork. And your thinking changes the vibration of that tuning fork, right? So that's why it's so important to do the, the corny, like, new agey, hey, new agey, new ager, you need to, like, think positive thoughts because that puts off a tuning fork of things you want, things you want to experience. <laughs> As opposed to down here. Down here is where you don't want to experience. And that all goes to shit the moment you go up Trevor's bucket. So, um, and good news never say die. And we uh, never say never which is contradictory right that's a catch-22 phrase right there so we'll forget that and we'll remember i am a tuning fork 
what I radiate out vibration wise, or we could say feeling wise gets, can, gets pulled into me. And if I'm not radiating out, yay, I'm not going to get yay experiences like, yay, I got a good parking space. Yay. That girl gave me her number. Yay. I got the raise or, oh, I didn't get the raise. See how this works? You're a tuning fork. So you, you can constantly have the thought, what am I vibrating right now? I was just listening to the teachings of Abraham, obviously. And it's just basically it cut and dry. It's cut and dry. Like you are a vibrating entity and you get what you vibrate the equivalent to. So she said, or Esther said, you know, I should say Abraham did via Esther Hicks, that if you, fuck dude, brain fart, excuse me, it'll come back to me because it was relevant. It was relevant. It's worth, it's worth searching for the memory of what she, he said, right? Oh shit. Well, basically that you have to reach for the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Um, for the best feeling thought about every topic, right? You're thinking about something lame, like an in-law, ugh, that, you know, if you're getting this, ugh, vibration, you have to think something about them that will change it from ugh to, eh, you know, incrementally. You can't go to like, yay, you know, if someone's ugh, like this whole time, you know, through your experience with them or you're thinking of them. So you have to go, uh, well, how can you get to, uh, well, you know, at least I have good taste or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not like you have to compliment them in your mind, but to see every subject that you go upon, like you go on these subjects in on like YouTube or Twitter and you go, ugh, you know, you go, well, what would be the ideal of that? Now, oh, look how patriotic my brothers and sisters are in, um, in America. Yay. That's nice. Might be get, being carried out unwell or like drastically imperfectly. But if you can say imperfectly as opposed to like absolute fucking dog shit, you're already, you see, you're playing the game the right way. This is how to play the game of life according to a lot of multidimensional entities, channeled writings, and masters. That's just how they say you're supposed to do it as opposed to how we were taught how to do it. So it's not, it's not easy right? The game of life isn't easy because of course, 99% of people don't know what the whole point of the game of life is. They think it's to manifest the stuff that brings them pleasant pleasure as opposed to pain and agony. That ain't it at all. It's to realize that that the process of life, which is thought equals manifestation, that you are a thinker, that God gave you the power of thought and that you're thinking reality into existence and realizing being the fulcrum of that is the fucking shit. That's what the soul is. It's an independent son of the great son or daughter, you know, like, so you have to, once you realize that that's the whole point, then you kind of go, Oh, okay. It's like, I get it. Then that's the beginning of, of a much larger journey. And I'm glad you all are taking that journey with me and ruminating. Like what is, what is our goal? What is your goal? Do you have material goals? Do you have spiritual goals? Mine are ridiculous. Do you have uh, mental goals, like to learn a language or to expand your knowledge of engineering or of politics or perhaps of science? What are your goals? Write them down. 
My wife does it every year and she is blessed so much. It's ridiculous, dude, to the point where like now I'm doing it. She's got, I'm like, that technique works. Right, goals for 2023, your goal for 2024 and just write out the words that her goals are. You don't have to say like really long sentences. Just say the goals. Yoga. Abundance. You know, how many people have on a week? <laughs> how I'd like to say physique. How do I want my physique to look and be? Write down six pack abs, right? <laughs> Write down booty. <laughs> right on. I look fucking young. I got carded. I got mistaken for younger. You know, I am young. Great thing to write down. So write down goals. Don't write down like things you can't like stick to, right? Because it's it misses the whole point. The the new year is an opportunity for um, not just transformation, but for setting like it's it's like you're setting out what's my plan with this farm. If your farm were like if your thoughts were vegetables if your thoughts were things that would nurture you and be delicious to experience can to consume as experience what would you have i'd have the squash over here i'd have the lettuce over here the tomatoes over here i'd have the and you would set out like this is how i want my love life this is how i want my physique to feel this is how i want to feel inside my bones i'm like creaking and croaking how do i want, I want I, flexibility this is how I want to, to, uh, to be able to focus. I want to be able to speak in front of people. Here's how I want to, uh, people intending, like I want to get people like, I want to get pregnant, <laughs> right? Whatever that thing is, you write it down and you really, really like wish upon a star, right? Cause that star is spirit. That star, the origin of that is source. Your wishes come true. Like Disney was kind of right. Kind of, you know, first day, first day. So you have to, you don't have to do anything. You can just kind of sit there like a bunion and just kind of grow, you know, <laughs> and don't do anything incrementally. But the new year is, is your opportunity. You know, we had this beautiful winter solstice. It's like the darkest day of the year. And now, like how they're talking about the Egyptian, these last five days before the new year, it's kind of like the demon days right? Because there's just 360 days a year is a one full rotation. Where do those extra five come in? <laughs> it's 365 days a year. So those extra five in Egyptian mythology was like where the five extra Egyptian gods set, um, Osiris, Horus, like that kind of stuff, like rose up. And uh, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but these, these are also metaphysical opportunities to, to meditate on Jesus to meditate on the Buddha, to meditate on Krishna or Rama, to meditate on whatever uh, bridge to deity that you can personify and form because the light is starting to accelerate like a slingshot. And you don't want to miss that bus. It's like missing a great wave if you were a surfer, I imagine. Because <laughs> I've never surfed. But you, like, see one go by, you're like, oh, oh, damn it. You know, opportunity. And opportunity is going to knock a lot this year. You're going to get a lot of opportunities to let go of habits, to redefine your relationships with people and concepts and clans. 
like your your family versus like your football team versus like your work your work family all of these things will have a different feel to them possibly almost constantly because everything is morphing and dissolving and and being born simultaneously so quickly lately and all you have to do is think about what your ever your concept of spirit is or god is or source or whatever you want to call him her it and realize that thinking what you think is what is what you're pulsing through the ocean of of the spirit and it's going to come back so pulse out stuff you want it's like easy you ask kids what do you want for christmas boom they just pulse it out the myth of christmas is almost it's sad how and like glorious how wonderful and how accurate it is in connection with the creation itself santa claus is what we all want god to be he's jolly he's not vengeful or judgmental he does watch what everything you do he's omnipresent and if you're if you suck if 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 violence in your life or bad parenting or um lack of emotional control has ruined the character of of your being then you just get put on the naughty list and you're given a little lump of coal which is fuel you know diamond can come from a coal i think is the message there he doesn't whip you he's not like bolschnitzel or whatever like <laughs> belschnickel or whatever the uh the evil elf that you know whips people in bavaria he's just marrying john like oh it's sad you're on the naughty list he doesn't even call you bad these people aren't bad they're just naughty they're possessed they're abused they're malfunctioning you know and if you're good you get all the treats all the delights you get that rocking horse you get an actual horse if you're super rich you get a car you get your first car sometimes because you were good sometimes not you know people have lost the thread of that lesson you know if you're good you reward them if you don't you don't you know give them coal but like we always wanted god to be like that we want jesus to be like that not someone that's going to send us to burn like so much chaff people aren't chaff souls aren't chaff they're life and they can get tricked into darkness but you know that's why we got the law of forgiveness you guys Maybe during that uh, hour before midnight, if you're joining us for meditation, you can think about, and usually it's like a Rolodex, you can think of everyone that's ever done you wrong. And you can forgive every single one of them. I mean, you want to talk anti-cancer, that would dissolve tumors, <laughs> according to Louise Hay, is forgiveness. Much less forgiving your bullies, forgiving family that sucks or annoys you. That's just the pot we all got thrown into for this particular game. Your soul chose that situation. So how can you, how can you make the best of it? How can you make your best self out of that building block against that opposition? So take, take this last year as a challenge. You will win. You will, you will succeed. Even though you failed possibly every single time. Get back up and try again. Give love another chance. Give conceiving that child another chance. Give your neighbors another chance. You know? Forgive them. 
They know not what they do. I'm sure Buddha had some zingers too. Sadhguru does all the time. Every time he mentioned the, the innate ignorance or dumbness humanity, he just like rolls his eyes and goes, well, uh, see, because uh, he doesn't want to call us a bunch of buffoons, even though we've been acting like it, even though like the enlightenment's right in front of our face and we can't, can't see it. <laughs> it's right in front of us. The fact that we're one, the fact that we're just alive and that's all that's really happening. His hearts are beating, and that's it. Well, anyhow, I hope that your heart is beating in one with the universe, that the, the warmth of the Divine Mother embraces you and everyone you love, that you all be blessed with the deepest, most transcendent heart, the source of our entire existence and creation, And that spirit just love you and love you to the point where you can't help but become your absolute best self in this life. Resource bless you. And thank you for joining me this week. I look forward to next week with you. Let's keep evolving. Let's keep raising our tuning fork, vibrate higher and higher. Let's see what happens as an experiment. Peace and aloha.